Hey everybody, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. I'm Joey, and I'll be your game master tonight. We're playing Spell once again. Um, our players, starting on my left. I'm John, and I'm going to be playing Estella Baker's daughter. Hello, I'm Yvette, and I'll be playing Ava Gale. Hi, I'm Megan, and I'll be playing a new character, Anthea Moore. Hello, I'm Harry, and I'll be playing Abraham Holovia, a disgruntled math magician. Is that actually part of your character's name? Yep. It's a ty- it's like a PhD. You know how PhD you get doctor? It's like, it's like Esquire. Yes. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> so, fresh off of your uh, success dealing with the uh, giant elephant seal in the fairy tale world, um, you are all lounging and relaxing, uh, having uh, gotten paid in various forms of currency. John, uh, you were paid in food. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ava, you are paid in whatever currency they use in hipster land. Money. <laughs> Ooh, Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's one of the more obscure cryptocurrencies. Yes. Yeah. And Harry, you were paid in... Uh, gold. Gold? The solid gold. Yes. Gold in non-sequential coins. <laughs> Unmarked coin. <laughs> yeah. So you're. So as you all know, you're, you've never met your boss, but you're uh, the secretary or personal assistant, um, Josh. <laughs> Josh? It's Josh. It's Josh now. It's definitely Josh. Wait, I, our I, boss's I, name I, is Josh. No, our the our personal secretary. assistant to our boss is named Josh. Excellent. Um, and and he somehow pulls your money out of the drawer he sits at and just hands it to you, and you each go out your merry way. Um, and after uh, doing living your daily less magical lives, uh, what are you talking about? We're all wizards. Yeah. Think we just go home and don't use magic? Yeah, but you don't use it all the time. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Literally. Beer. Um, you are each called once again into the office through whatever door, the next door you end up walking through. Uh, except for Estella. Except for Estella, who is just in the office. <laughs> what, 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 what were you paid in, food-wise? Donuts. Yeah, just a pile of donuts. Actually, no. No, it would Twins. be some sort of meat. Oh. Mm. Or vegetable, not bread. Parsnips. Yeah. Oh. Your room, your room is actually like a kitchen. You you you've like holed up in the kit in the kitchen. No no, she has a cubicle where she hoards things. Oh okay, you have like a sandwich. She has three the kitchen. Yeah. Yes. No grocery is safe. Yeah. The um, so yeah, once again, you're all uh, brought in. Uh, Josh is sitting at his desk as usual, um, and uh, kind of greets all of you as you come in. Question: Have we met? Uh... No. Nope. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, so, um, hello everybody. Um, hello, hello Sweet. Yeah, free potential. Hello, Mr. Microphone. No, you spent one of those! No, they refresh every... At the start of every session. You just get that one free? It costs three to move them up. Yeah, so we have bank, you have bank potential, you have six. Oh. So yeah, um, Josh says, well, uh, yeah, so new job for all of you, uh, a little bit, well, you'll need these. And he reaches under his desk, as he often does, and pulls out a three, they look like fish bowls, and he like kind of like just lays them out in front of you, they each seem sized to your heads. Uh, yeah, so just take one, it doesn't really. I like, Abe goes to put it on. 
and like as he does, it like starts to crumple his hat. And he tries to like find ways to put it on over his hat. Until eventually, he just gives up, puts the takes his hat off, puts the helmet on, and puts the hat over top. Um, when you put the fishbowl on, um, you feel a distinct magical aura, and then it you uh, a rubber seal appears on the bottom fishbowl part and just kind of locks it around your head. Creating, uh, what have you done? Creating an air I'll net. kill you, I swear to God! Although you actually feel like you're in an net, and once it closes, you feel like a cooling breeze as it's like this as almost air conditioning. Are you taking my head? I'll take your souls, I swear to God! You won't get me that easily! And like as he's doing this, Abraham is like pulling on the seal and stuff like that. Um, you look down and you see it says, uh, push not pull. That push. And then, and then you, when you push, when you push on the side of it, it you see it pops open. All right, what the hell is this? Oh, uh, sorry, I should have been more specific. Um, we'll actually have you be going out. You all be going out into the expanse uh, today, and you can all roll sparks. See if any of you know what the expanse is. No, I don't think it. I got a six. I'm gonna need one more five. Thanks. Oh my god. Three, uh, three sixes and a five? Yeah. Alright. So, that was real smart. <laughs> yeah. So, Stella, you remember this from a book? That, that you were gifted. Um, the it was in the break room, yeah. you mean? And the, yeah, it was now the, it's no longer in the break room? Yeah, you ripped out pages and they are pasted to the inside of your cubicle because they were pretty. <laughs> the Expanse is a miniature solar system. Or, it's, it's its own little universe, really, like all the other ones, but it's essentially, um, for all intents and purposes, outer space. Um, the people that live in there um, are divided uh, into two main groups, um, known as uh, the High Architects Robotic Directorate and the Spatial Operatic Federation of Terra. Um, they are—they have been at war for since the uh, the Great uh, Separation, um, because uh, they and they started almost a religious war over what they believe to be the body of their creator. Oh, oh um, no. <laughs> what was the name of that first group again, Joey? Oh, the uh, High Architects uh, Robotics uh, Directorate. Ah. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> and the, uh... So they, they fought over what is essentially this, like... Adult, you've never seen it, and no one... Like, no one... Very few people have ever, ever seen it. Um, it's some sort of, like, tablet or casket, which they believe houses the body of um, what they call the uh, Lord Imperator. Right, so we're fighting over Jesus' body. Essentially, yes. And um, it's been, like, stolen back and forth, um, like, multiple times throughout the, the years. <clears throat> but right now it is in possession of the uh, uh, the Spatial Operatic Federation of Terra, um, so which they call themselves the Federation. Um, and the Federation, um, <clears throat> uh, the... Josh essentially explains... Oh yes, um, the Federation has a job for you. Uh, in fact, they actually sent someone who will be joining us. And he um, motions to a door, and through that door walks. Um, so, she's a woman who looks about her mid-thirties, long, limp, blonde hair, and like just huge blue eyes. 
And she's wearing kind of these like shiny blue shawls over like a blue dress. Heavy mood. Mm. Um, good morning, everyone. Yeah. So are you on the side that's trying to grave rob, or are you on the side that's trying to stop the grave robbers? So essentially, and Josh kind of interrupted, she's been sent uh, to us to facilitate this transfer. Um, they, we have a bit of an escort mission here. And I just Abraham's like, oh no. They'll explain more on the other side, but for now, everyone take a helmet. You'll probably need it. Abraham eyes the helmet with suspicion, <laughs> like, wait a minute. Goes back to his office, comes back, goes to Josh. If my soul is removed from my body, the ruins in my office will kill you. You understand this? Um, yeah, sure. And you see him just running for that again. <laughs> if you look closer, you can see, like, death threat by... <laughs> just, like, tick. Yes, Josh, up. yes. Always keep a record of all conversations. And they put, I like, a hand on Josh's that man's distrust is stifling. You yeah. should be wary of him. Yeah, I like her. Oh, of course you like her. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Shoves the helmet on. Yeah, so we'll put the helmet on. Ava leans over to Anthea and, and whispers, I think he used to be a substitute teacher. Oh, you're a teacher. Oh, God, here we go. Let's get on with this! And he, like, charges for whatever portal that he's, like, going for. <clears throat> and with that, you all um, walk through the portal and are feel the net normal kind of shifting feeling that, that you do when passing from one portal into a different world. And you find yourself standing on wood. <clears throat> you look down and you see um, blacker, fine wooden planks that extend... Um, outward and into what you see as the deck of a ship. Mm. Is this one of those episodes where they're like in the ship sailing times and then they wear the stupid hat? Um, oh, is this soul jammer? Is this spell jammers? As you look out, <clears throat> you see that the, while the ship is made of wood there, you see there are multiple metal devices of various strange shapes and organizations going with what you recognize as magical energy. <clears throat> It seems to be that, that this ship is a cross between almost like a old style like sailing ship and a futuristic sort of um, treasure planet. Treasure, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we spell we 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 spell yeah. jammers now. <laughs> and um, a booming voice from behind you. Oh, hello there! And you turn to see a somewhat stout individual. From his clothing, you can tell that he is some sort of military. Has, he has metals plastered up with a crimson, um, almost like you assume to be the captain's outfit. Um, <clears throat> is he wearing a red shirt? He's stout. No, well, it's, it's crimson. It's more, more like a, it's more like it's more like a uniform. And um, the red most striking guy. feature about him is that he has the head of a hippo. Mm. That explains the voice. <clears throat> Hello there. You must be the help. Yeah, one, yes. Two, if you refer to us to the help again. Oh, oh, sorry. My my apologies. Um, my name is Commodore Billibus. 64. <laughs> and I am the captain of this vessel. I believe your um, <clears throat> coordinator 
explain might have explained that we have a job for you. Something about grave robbing, yes? No, in fact, um, the we would like to keep the Imperator's body where it is mm. for once. But this is a mission of peace, a mission for the good of all of us. And at that, like Abraham immediately begins to not pay attention. Aye, aye, Captain. Ah, this one has spirit. I always wanted to say that. <laughs> Um, our, um, our wonderful, wonderful, um, counselor here, and he motions over to your new associate. She kind of, like, bows. Is, uh, the liaison and, um, right hand of, well, I'll introduce, I'll let her introduce herself. And a woman walks out clad in what almost looks like a diamond armor, carrying a, like, transplendent, like, golden spear that glows with natural energy. Her hair is, like, huge and loose and somehow somehow made of platinum somehow waving in the wind despite there being no wind so this is my direct superior yes okay question is anybody else wearing those like helmet things no not right now (laughs) Uh, oh god yeah you know if you can breathe although all around you is just the void of space stars everywhere Mm. but everyone here seems to be breathing fine so Did I notice any, like, field or anything like that on the ship? No, you don't notice anything. But back to this giant woman. She towers above you, probably, like, six foot six, um, and looks down. Hello, I am Princess Esmeralius. You may call me Esma. I am tasked with an important duty. I must oversee and sign an accord which would for an armistice between our side and the High Ar- Architect's Robotic de- Directorate. Mm. You notice Anthea's already crying. <laughs> There's actual tears coming out of my face. My dear, and she reaches her golden hand, like her golden gigantic hand, hands, and like wipes the tear away from you. I'm sorry, my lady. It's just your stress. It is a trying time for us, but soon, soon there will be peace. I am only asked that you aid us in trans in transporting myself and my retainer to the home world neutralis of the Bazons. Stop laughing, Mary. <laughs> no, because I just know we're gonna get there and they're gonna be like, How do you feel about this armistice? I have no strong feelings one way or the other. <laughs> you can't spoil it. Um, there, I will meet with the leader of the directorate, directorate, and we will discuss the terms that will finally end this centuries-long conflict. But, as with any peace, there are those who wish to sabotage it, and as such, I only ask that you employ your wondrous abilities and protect my life. Just your life, right? Everybody else is... One would hope that you would hope to protect all life, but... If you want that, like, Abe kind of shrugs. <laughs> but yes, maybe callous of me to say, and I may value those lives of others above mine, but I value peace even more. Ava pulls out a notebook, values peace even more. Oh, she writes it down. Alright, got it. Mission specifications acquired. And at that, he has, like, a coy smile. Brilliant. Have you ever thought of uh, working in television? I do many broadcasts 
to my subjects. Oh, I'm sure you do. Of course. How foolish of me. <laughs> Isn't she just crazy? Right. Uh, how far away exactly is this um, uh, Neutralis? It will be several days' travel, but, well, all that's a captain. Well, see, and he pulls, and he, with, his, with a motion of his hand, a, a young man runs up with a map. It seems to be made out of paper, but it's animated in such a way that you can tell magic's being used on. You see, we're here, and he motions through a, uh, a little X in the middle. We need to get all the way up to here. And so you see a line form, and it seems to crisscross through various areas including um, a somewhat densely packed area, and there seems to be some sort of large line down the middle. You see that right there, that's the divide. The divide between our space and their space. We will actually need, and you, you see we're right here, and you can motion that you're on their side. We're gonna have to cross over and around, because there's a hyper-dense cluster of uh, gravitational fields right here. <laughs> So this, like, this is a very circuitous path, right? Somewhat, yeah. Does Abe find any path that manages to go directly to that between, like, two straight points? No. <laughs> Fine. I guess we'll have to take that particular route. Anything that we should Wait, need? what if... It's all, like, takes a piece of string, draws it across, and then pulls it back. What if we took this route, implying three-dimensional movement? <laughs> <laughs> You see, and, and you see, he, he puts his hands on either side and then pulls up, and then it creates like a, a three-dimensional like a cube, and he and he essentially shows you that there there's you see the only pathway through, and then he the essentially indicates that the, the the there's almost the the dimensional thing seems to stretch out and around and make kind of like almost a worm shape and. Any area here would take us much longer. The straightest path is this one. No, everyone's gonna fight on the path. Okay, no, I just wanted to. Yeah. Assume that your hyper-dense gravity plane has infinite z-axis. <laughs> it's just that this is the shortest one based on yeah. Yeah. even traveling in three dimensions. Yeah, yeah no, I, I understand. I just wanted to poke fun at a two-dimensional yeah. map. map yeah. <laughs> Did you consider that spaceships could move in three dimensions? I did not, no. <laughs> She's the smart one. <laughs> but uh, do not worry. There, there's, there's no possible way we could be. And with that... <laughs> ah! Cannonballs! Space uh, cannonballs. No, no, the second he starts to say, say like there's about to be... The, I just I immediately like just... Falls one of her daggers. I like to imagine that I like give Estelle a pointed look of, oh no, now we're in it. Um, you feel the ship shake. Woo! Um, as you feel almost multiple impacts across the side of it. Um, and when you uh, look closely, you see what looks like this on the side of the ship. There seems to be some, below the area. You can see there seems to be almost like strings that are glowing green, and you follow their path up to what looks like. Well, looks like a mishmash of one of these ships, but there seems to be like metal plates just like, like bolted onto it in various places. Uh, sharp, jagged like blades and edges stick out, and it's almost just like a spiky ball with a, what looks like a, a rocket attached to the back of it. Ah. Do they have a Jolly Roger? They do not. Ah. Space Jolly Roger. No. I don't know, this needs to be a cell's aesthetic here, so. <laughs> yeah. Just giant spiky balls of rocket statues. Well, no, no, the, the Mad Max punk. Ah, of yes. A, of a, of a My space people. Alien. Yeah. 
And the captain quickly turns. Battle station! So, just for, like, clarification, so the spiky ball is above us, and it basically looks like they've started boarding by jumping and sliding down. Well, well it looks like they've fired something that is attached to the side of the ship, and there are these, like, green-going cables that are, like, almost hanging kind of in between... Right. It, it's weird. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be hanging. There's not. There's not like. There's no grab. Wait a minute. <laughs> They're jet propulsion uh, suckers yeah. with magnetic. In fact, in fact John rule smart. Uh, Actually, five. the math magician can roll smart too. Yes. Uh, fives. Five. Five. None of this makes any sense, like scientifically, like with the design of this ship. The fact that they're hanging, the fact there's gravity, the fact that like we're breathing in space. The fact you're breathing in space, like it seems like everything is only is only working kind of based on what you would might think it would be if you were like didn't really know what space was about. Like if someone said the word space cruise and somebody took it as literally yeah. as possible. Yeah. If someone said spaceship and those was the first thing you thought of was a ship, and just everything. But when you look around, you see like. Guys pulling out swords that are made of energy, but their shield still shaped like a saber. <laughs> Ava is gonna run to the the front of the ship to get some photos. Um, as you run to the front of the ship, um, you glance over the side and you see that the, what's attached to the side of the ship. Um, there are insectoid like bipedal men. Um, they almost look like praying praying mantises if they had hands and feet. Um, and they're brown. Their eyes are, they have six eyes and they're all glowing. And they're, you can hear them chittering as you come closer and they seem to be scrabbling up the side. <gasps> Great Scott! <laughs> so the thing, the cables, the cables are attached to our ship, right? They seem to be attached to the, the, lo- the men. Both oh, men. okay, I see what you mean. All right, uh, so what Abe's gonna do is he's gonna go over to the side of the ship. Uh, okay, how am I gonna do this? Lays down on his side. You and can't see the side. You can't see over the side if you lay down. Uh, no, then I have to roll. Mm, damn. It's okay. Save it for later. Yeah. You could, you could roll off the side of the ship and try to hang on with one hand. Are you that daring? A, uh, well, I am daring, but <laughs> okay. Estelle's Estelle's gonna gonna take. Uh, let's see. What do you use to fight bugs? Spring. Uh. Fire. Yeah, no, she doesn't have any of those on her belt. Um, Shard of an Enchanted Mirror, I think. Okay. Alright, um, so, as this, as, uh, as you all draw your weapons, um, or your ready, your magic, um, the, uh, Esma, um, uh, pull, raises her spear, um, and a light glows from it. Um, and then, uh, you see a beam of energy fire out and cut one of the, uh, uh, strands, as you also see, um, Bugman starting to run down the strand. Oh. Mm. Scattering over it like insects. Mm. Um. Ooh, well then I can do that. So I'm just gonna use Azimuth on the ship to rotate it, like, <laughs> left or right. So basically, pulling on the cords that are attached to all the dudes. Okay. So, um, roll. You built the roll, right? Yeah. Yeah. So roll like that. Uh, four. Uh, okay. So uh, you rotate their ship, um, and thus you feel the your ship actually 
um, shake as it gets pulled, and then you uh, see a couple, two of the three bug men that still have cables attached to them get thrown off. But you see, it seems that one has held on, or held on, or maybe even attached the cable to the ship, mm. and it yanks your ship, knocking barrels at barrels. <laughs> Begin rolling down the deck as the uh, as your ship shakes and people start losing their footing. Damn it! I didn't expect them to have mooring lines. Helmsman, away! And the uh, your your hippo captain runs over to the uh, guy who seems to be piloting the ship, um, and he spins a wheel, and your ship starts to turn and start pulling away, dragging their ship behind. All right. Um, at this point, the bugmen have. Uh, some of them have actually been able to... You see the ones that were knocked off start rotating and then start moving towards, and you see that they have jetpacks. Damn it. That's um, pretty And they begin making their way onto the deck. The deck is now covered in bugmen. Do we have cannons? Uh, six to stab a bugman with an enchanted mirror shard. Uh, okay. Uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. Find the carotid. Okay, <laughs> hey, I know what I want to do. Alright, so yeah, we'll go, we'll go through uh, one by one. Uh, so he's gonna try to defend. Alright, what'd you get with your highest? Six. Alright, so you give him a, a stabbing. And, uh, you... As you cut into him, um, you feel a tinge of pain as his blood shoots out onto your hand and burns. Oh, God. Um, he falls over, bleeding perfectly. That profusely mm-hmm. um, and rolling around, his, his blood put poking holes in the deck. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna need some non-cutting implements. Yes, some way of perhaps making them immobile. Some way of perhaps removing a metaphysical concept from them. I want to explode the barrels. Yes. <laughs> on the deck. Right, so you're Wait, gonna cast the, explode now. The ones on our deck? Yeah. You gonna blow up our own ship? Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> this is no, not I'm not going to at all. That's good. That was not a great idea. Um, Alright, you, you realize that the barrel is full of water. Damn it! <laughs> ah, damn! So it, it does explode, but it just splashes a couple of the bug men. I am going I to use that. <laughs> I'm going to try and roll a peace spell. Okay. Not oh, my armor spell. But, but peace! So, I have three peace, so I roll three dice. Can mm-hmm. I add that together? Yeah. 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 14. Kate, you picks. Oh, do we, um, do we all get how much experience at the beginning of the... Great. Yes, three potential. Alright. 14. So far, it sucks. No, you've got... They won't die immediately, but because they lack the antibodies... It's a peace spell. Pox? <laughs> <laughs> I know, spell but, you know... Give them cancer? Like what? Like how? Like what? What? I'm peace? so good at peace. I mean, you could. You what could just you, do. What if you did peaches? What if you gave them peaches? Why? <laughs> then it would be different. Otherwise, you could just roll peas. <laughs> salty. Salty. That's like the opposite of peas. They're already pretty salty. Salty peach. Salty peach. Lax? Yeah. Like it becomes lax. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
get out of the way realizing that they're bug men. They're not that smart. So I just gotta not be where they're going to hit. They can't leave targets for shit. Well. That didn't turn out well. Maybe he's hitting the, 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 the healing knife it wasn't a smart idea. Ha! Oh no. I got two fives. I got two fives. Alright. And Yvette, I don't think we'll... Yvette, defend yourself. Defend myself. Okay. So what are you gonna use to defend? Um, what's happening? Uh, bug man. The bugmen are attacking on mass. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn up the flash on my camera, and I'm going to attack them using a flare. What a scoop! Two! Yeah. 
Um, so if I'm not doing a spell, you I just roll, roll, roll your impulse. Yeah. Ooh. There goes casual mode. <laughs> I didn't get that well. You did better than me. Wow. Sean's gonna die. Alright, so their highest roll was six. Uh, so John, you take four spirit damage. How much spirit do we start with again? It's essentially just lose stats. Okay. Alright, well I'll take... Jeez, uh, can I split that up? Yep. Alright, I'll lose one from everything I've got then. Um, okay, Yvette, you take two spirit damage. Uh, and we each take one. Yeah, do you only get a six? Uh, I got two fives. Yeah, so you both take one. Okay, you know what, I'm gonna spend a potential point right now. An upwheeled item of four dice. Okay. So I'm going to go. It's really good for points, Marks. Alright. That didn't work! Um, and with this, you see the, uh, uh, the, their ship seems to be accelerating towards yours. Oh, hell, I know what's going to happen now. Ramming speed. Yep. Alright. I'm going to try using the spell then. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my smart because I don't like my chances on anything else. To think of a clever spell to, to fix it. Uh, eight. That's a great one. We'll think of something. Okay. Happy. How? Summon hail! Space hail. So, meteors. <laughs> How? Hail. Paul. You know. Cup! Cup! Uh. I mean, space hail is basically meteors. Wait, you have sail, don't you? Oh, what sail! We, what if we get really good <laughs> sails and we just sail away faster? Or you could even summon a new ship. Yeah, there's sail. Or sup. Sup, what's up? What's up? How you doing? How you feeling? How you living? How you hanging? I don't know. <laughs> You can cast hip sal. Get your buddy in your sal. He's a hip guy. See, every, can... Everybody says sal for him. Hip sal. Buddy. You could summon a giant side. Oh, we know it's smarts, right? Yeah. Suddenly, a giant Raphael materializes out of a constellation and throws a side of the ship. An asp. We've got an asp tree right now. I mean, you could just summon asp. And just... His lap, yeah. <laughs> sit on his lap. Uh, I like asses though. But then we kill ourselves with the asses. That's what you do with it. <laughs> I mean, you could just throw the snakes at everybody else. Oh, the snakes. Yeah. What about hats? Just pay them off. <laughs> on it, wait, no, that works. They're space pirates. They only want the money. So you just summon, like, space credits and buy them out. King. All right. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use cash to throw a giant ball of money in the opposite direction. Okay? Alright, so you you raise your hand and a bunch of dollars. Space bucks. Yeah. They say space bucks on them. And you fire it towards. Well, no, no, no. It's gotta be thematically correct like space balloons. Mm. Spaces. And you fire it in, d- directly to the side of the ship. So, and with that, you see that the ship, like, is, like, getting closer, getting closer, and it starts slowing down and slowing down, and then, like, releases the tether. 
and then starts turning towards them, and they like, you see almost like a tube pop out, and you're <laughs> sucking the money in. <laughs> However, you do realize that although you did create a lot of money, they it will probably be able to grab all that money pretty quick. Yeah. So now we run. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. However, uh, the as the uh, this does not stop the pirates that are currently on the ship that are looking for glory and riches here. <laughs> they don't get to the space money. Yeah, they don't go after the space money because someone else probably on their team probably already took that. So, um, <clears throat> as as the melee continues, um, you see the man. Um, you see the man uh, at, at the helm wheel. Um, standing there, frantically spinning the wheel back and forth, trying to trying to get um, seems to get like a proper heading. When out from the distance, a you see a uh, laser knight sailing towards him and impacts him straight in his chest. Crew expendable. He falls over, clutching at his chest. Oh, puppy hospital. Oh yeah, puppy hospital. As the uh, captain cradles this young man and goes, Stuart, no! We had time! <laughs> oh, oh. Stuart, no, captain, it's alright. Oh, I can see all the stars. Alright. Oh my god, I'm, I'm casting Puppy Hospital. Relax. <laughs> the big baby. Never mind. Oh, yeah, puppy Hospital doesn't matter. <laughs> the puppies look at his face, but they puppies, puppies can't come <laughs> in. In his last moments, he's happy as these puppies come uh, to him, but they can't save him. Alright. Um, the captain. Tears welling up in his hippo eyes. Turns off you. Can one of you pilot the ship? If I point you in the. I'll do it! Wait, if I point you in the right direction, can you just hit whatever thing causes us to accelerate? No! You see, this ship is special. God damn it, of course it is. (laughs) It runs on an aspirational engine. God damn it! It only runs for a man who has a dream! And he begins looking down at Stuart and like tearing up. Can I have I have a dream about money? Does that I count? Think I, have a dream. I have zero vision. Uh, oh, you need vision. I got vision. Um, actually, it requires ardor. I don't have ardor. Faith. Uh, I don't have faith nope. either. Um, or mood. Mood, big mood. All right. Ooh, take it away. And with that, actually, your 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 princess, your liege, she's like, there's only one I know who is capable of such a dream, such feeling. <laughs> We're all dead. <laughs> We're all dead. We're all dead. I can't believe this. We're all dead. Uh, Forty-five. So the captain leads you towards the wheel, and you place as you place your hands upon it. <laughs> I'm going to die on a ship in the middle of space. Ah, this is angry. And I roll mood. Yep. And as you touch it, you feel the imprint of, of Stuart's soul, his feeling. You feel, you feel him guiding you. You feel like you know you can do this. That's what you get. Bye. You can do this. Stuart. All right. Um, the next time somebody looks at Stuart's body, the knife is mysteriously gone. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, there seems to be a couple of these bug men left. Um, between you and the princess, and the, your your hippo captain pulls out a a uh, musket. Is he going into full like hippo rage at this point? Yes. All right. Before he kills one of them, no attempt to soul steal again. Okay. 
Four. Nope. Damn it. They throw it all the weird shape. You do, so you actually pull it out this time. Doesn't fit like, in the jar? Yeah, and you like put it in the jar and it like won't fit. You're like, oh, there's too many legs. They're like sticking out the side. God damn it! One of them you in the eye. Ah, you son of a bitch. Um, yeah, but there, there's only a couple left. Um, what what do you do? Uh, they're advancing. They seem to be advancing towards your new elf woman. <gasps> That's a me, a Mario. All right, well... Um, Abraham is just so unbelievably done with this bullshit. So he's just going to start wading in with his staff and just start clubbing people. All right. That's going to be some daring rules. I got a new knife. I'm going to stab some people with it. Okay. They will roll to defend. No six and nothing else. Okay. Yvette, are you doing anything? Um, sure. I'll use daring to also just try to fend them off with some wild kicks. All right. <laughs> Alright, between powerful kicks. Um, Wild. What was, wait, what was that? Yeah. Uh, that was a six for basically, like, he just starts going in there and he just starts clubbing him with a staff. It's like, I fucking hate you people! Just get in the goddamn jar! <laughs> so, yeah, you start, like, whacking them and wailing them and knocking them off the ship. Um, John, you chain several of them, forming uh, multiple holes in the deck now. As these, as these bleeding bug men are just like, as, the, as they're like inside or outside. And event, you dispatch several of them with lightning fast kicks of your, from your powerful legs. Uh, the deck is now clear, and everyone breathes a sigh of relief. Um, except that you can still see the thing as that their ship has turned and is still following you. Although you have a significant lead on it now. Alright, so it's going as fast as we are, right? Uh, yeah. And we're going really fast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a moodle twist! Let's see how you used to like going to 90 degrees at like a billion miles an hour. Nah, never mind. Alright. So you, you attempt, you, but you can't really get it in your frame of vision. <laughs> God, no, it's it's going too fast that I can't overcome the inertia. Yeah. God damn it! So you're like... <sighs> Alright, so, Megan, as a pilot, you now... Interacting with this with this uh, ship, you feel it. You feel greater feelings than you felt before. This ship is alive. It's its, it's, its own being. <laughs> yeah, you're just like openly. Re- the thing is, you don't even have your eyes. You can't even really like. You can you see through the ship's eyes. And the ship is telling you that you have essentially there are two paths in front of you. You can either pass through a. It shows you a vision of a asteroid field or a strange mist. Out in space, and you have two. You see, they have two paths you can go through that it recommends. And why can't we go down the middle in three-dimensional space? <laughs> no, like to essentially to no, lose. Um, I mean, you can keep. The, you can go straight, but it'll just keep falling. I trust that the ship will guide us right, and we'll go through the mist. Mm. All right. I like to imagine like you take your hands off the wheel, and Abraham's just like, "We're going to die. We're going to die." <laughs> Alright, so through, through her through her gaping tears, just pouring out of her face, um, you're, you're, you, she directs you into a multicolored mist. Um, as, it pass, as it passes over all of you, Shit! you feel, you feel strange. Um, I still have my helmet on. Alright, yeah, who doesn't have a helmet on? <laughs> alright, um, alright, so everybody roll... What would it be? Uh, nerve. Hey, I have that. You have a minus one here. Hey, I have one there. All right. 
If you don't have nerve, then you can use. Um, I think instead of telling us what to roll. Actually, yeah, roll roll an appropriate thing of force of will. All right. Well, uh, what represents your what represents your key force of will? Well, like that's the, the center of your strength. That would be nerve, and yeah. uh, I got a four. Yeah. For me, that'd be trust. All right. Uh, I don't know. I'll go with uh, I'll go with dare. <laughs> All right. Five. All right, and the mist. All right, what is, what's everybody's lowest roll? No. Oh, sorry, what, sorry, what's everyone's highest roll? Four. 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 Five. 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 All right, so as, as you pass through the uh, technical or mists, um, visions appear in front of you, phantoms and specters of your greatest fears, you. your insecurities, oh, but you all shrug them off, you, you wave your hand through them, you speak to them, Stab them repeatedly. You stab the shit out of them. But, um, and you see, and you turn. Oh, what's this thing? You know, the crystal. <laughs> Still not even affected. Um, but yeah, she just stands with her with her arms crossed as the as she as you pass through, and you turn behind you to see the the ball slow as it passes through, and then begins like vibrating violently, and then literally explodes. As the uh, as the and money and bug parts rain rain across the deck. Ooh, uh, Abraham starts picking up the money. All right, you you obtain at least two thirds of multiple space doubloons as they've been partially melted. Yeah, I can patch this into something. It's in the weight, anyways. Um, and eventually you pass out of the cloud of mist and are out in open space once more. Um, when you have a moment to breathe, the captain takes you, takes, uh, has, um, you, uh, you there, and he points to the, uh, to a, a man who is somewhat dour, um, you, uh, take the helm, and he kind of, like, walks up and he pats Megan's, sorry, what's your character? Anthea. Anthea on the shoulder, and just, like, allows you to, you, you are able to let go. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> You see him, him take it. The ship is moving a bit more mechanically now. Not as smooth, but it is moving. Um, How's that boy feel, though? He feels unsure, but he has a dream. Oh, okay! Hi, <laughs> uh, Giorno Giovanna, have a dream! And then he jumps off the fucking boat into the other boat that swallows him. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> no, yeah. a joke, only Joey will get. The, um, Joey smiles. Your hippo man. Yeah. Your hippo man. Um, well, seems that we were right in bringing you aboard. Yes, because nothing possibly could happen to us, Abe says in a very, like, sarcastic, mocking tone. (laughs) Estelle, like, holding the knife towards Abe. Relax, it's not a statement of fact. It's an ironic jab. There's a difference mechanically. You're tempting them. You could give him an ironic jab, says (laughs) Ava to (laughs) Estelle. Stop it. You seem angry and afraid. My goodness. Who is it you worry of? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask her. Tempt whom? Them. The, the, the story. The, the fae. Uh, you never roll smarts. Ha! Or you can roll... Actually, no. You don't know. Are you afraid of the, the speakers? Um, so, you get, actually, roll mood. I mean. Mood! Big mood. How do we deal with, like, healing? 
by the way. Oh, um, you can use your puppy hospital on everybody, but... Puppy hospital! Puppy hospital! Puppies everywhere! You do need to roll it, though. Okay. Well, just essentially... Jack shit. But they're such cute puppies. Oh anyway. my god! They don't do anything. Mm, such wonderful harbingers. I did roll uh, two sixes on big. All right, so two sixes. Um, you you feel like a deep seated, ingrained fear, something that has been long standing. But it's also you feel a bit of irrationality, like this fear extends, and it is a frame of reference from which this this person looks at all of things. So this may not specifically relate to this what is happening here, but it's essentially that they've taken a viewpoint almost and they, they see it everywhere. Highly superstitious. Yeah. You see it, yeah, like a superstition or like, but it's a rash. It's a rational, but it's built on something real. It's a rational fear that has been taken out of context. Yes. Um, but yes, your, your, your hippo man says, <clears throat> well, there shouldn't be... And he stops himself. Well, our, our journey is ongoing, but um, we w- should be able to reach Neutralis sooner rather than later. Oh. This Abe strikes a match and lights up his pipe. However, we will be crossing the divide soon. Everyone, ready yourselves? What is this divide? Your... Well, you seems a couple of you are prepared. He motions to your helmets. You will see. Should I put this on? To yes. indicate the helmet? Oh, okay. Ugh, fine. Abe puts the helmet back on. Um, Megan, you simply need to press on a brooch you have, and Ooh. a bubble appears above Ooh. How does it? How does this look on me? It looks like you're wearing a fishbowl. Can you still see my toes? It's a fishbowl, so yeah. Oh, oh Just slightly dis- cool. It's like slightly distorted. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Abe, take a photo. Of me. <laughs> so you give, like, what time, is this like one of those old tiny, like, flashbulb cameras? Yeah. So, A, you give Abe this, and, like, he very clearly doesn't know what he's doing. There's like a, let's see, is it? Just push the button on the top. Yes. Yes. Nothing's happening. Move, move the shutter. Advance, advance the film. Real smart. <laughs> it's only a three. <laughs> I got a four. You take a serviceable photograph. <laughs> you, take, you, get, you take five, and one of them is good. <laughs> the rest have your thumb in them. Yes. There's a thumb in them. One of them is somehow both out of focus and in focus. Like, you're blurry, but the background's good. But we wouldn't know that because it's film. Now, that wasn't too hard, was it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, uh, the Esma takes out a, a, diamond, a diamond helmet and then puts it oh, on. Ooh. The mask. There's like a... Diamond a translucent mask appears in front of it. With that outfit, I could afford to completely complete my tower ten times over. Do you know where she does her shopping? She says. Ava says to Althea. Anthea. Well, she has a royal team of seamstresses and armors. Um, <laughs> and with that, um... Hey, Abe, are you sure you don't want to capture her and put her in your tower? Mm, no. The heroes in my particular world would have no need for a space princess. It's got to be... It has to be misdivision. It has to be. <laughs> and with that, you actually see it. Which is weird. You... It seems to be almost like a heat shimmer, but it's like almost a wall. And it extends as far as you can possibly see. And it up, like up and down, you come to almost coming at it. You're um, not going to let them forget that 
That next dimension. Yeah, there's that third dimension. <laughs> um, but yes, it extends almost like infinitely up and down, um, almost dividing the entire area. And as you come closer and closer, um, your captain says, Batten the hatches! And with that, um, the uh, replacement helmsman um, goes over and turns a knob on the side, and a shell begins like cresting together, and as wood, as enchanted wood begins like knitting itself together on top, creating almost a bubble on top of you, hmm. which then becomes translucent as you assume there's like a projected light. Um, and as you pass through the barrier, you feel a strange feeling of weightlessness. Hmm. As you as you begin like floating, hold on to your jar. <laughs> Don't worry, they're all in the uh, my hammer space. They're fine. Is that like a pocket? <laughs> Bigger. <Fucking> dimension. <laughs> Apologies, I, I've never been in de- in the in the lighter space before. But um, <clears throat> you see. Out here, our uh, gravimetric uh, pulse modulators do not uh, function to their full capacity. Gravimetric pulse modulators? Is that, is that spelled exactly as it sounds? Yes, actually. Right, no. Almost everything is. I got it, I got it. Abe is just like making the wank off motion to somebody and nobody in particular. You see, the, the, the carrying crystals can't properly oscillate. Um, Yes, um, and then the, the lack of oscillate, oscillation um, produce, causes the, uh, the uh, spiritual psychic effect to not function either. Would <laughs> I be able to see these oscillating crystals in action? Oh, well, should have asked previously. They seem they're in a dormant state now, oh, and as they right, reach right. a hibernate, a neo-hibernation point. Here, I can show you oscillating crystals. He pulls a crystal out of a string and he just dangles it up and down a bunch. That is not impressive. <laughs> it's what you wanted! <laughs> Back to you, Captain. <laughs> oh well, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a psycho engineer, so. Psycho engineer. We're gonna go down there and just find out that it's a fucking uh, uh, psyker from 40k down there. This whole thing's powered by the soul of a forsaken child. Um, but yes, the uh, the he continues to uh, techno babble at you um, until you stop it. As he explains the uh, various fields and psionic residents. I I interrupt him to be like, so how long are we going to be stuck in this place anyways? I imagine Avon's like floating like sideways at this point. Yeah, he's floating sideways and he's just still smoking his pipe. So there's like a smoke trail through the air. How are you smoking the pipe with the helmet on? Wizard. It's inside. <laughs> he's actually, he's like slipped it underneath the seal like this. And he's kind of like puffing on it like it's uh, like an inverse uh, snorkel. There is some sort of filtering magic on it, so you're not suffocating, but your entire bowl is full of smoke. <laughs> you begin, like, walking around and, like, well, not walking, I guess, floating Just floating around. around. Yeah. Occasionally, I, like, open it so it vents out a little bit. We'll be taking a small rest stop um, at a local um, allied area. There's a, um, we have a base here, you see. Oh, will we, will the crew have short leave? Temporarily, yes. Oh, Make sure none of them get a VD. <laughs> what? It's a legitimate problem. Do not worry. Uh, Vexerius... Uh, they all look very confused. <laughs> <laughs> Do not worry. The Vexerius diaphragms are all correctly aligned. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I love how anything he says could technically be possible for a... <laughs> and it's still, technically. Yeah. 
They don't really know, being from typical fantasy land. Yes. Um, yeah, eventually you guys pull up on what looks like, at first glance, to be just a uh, asteroid that seems to have, like, a, it's almost donut-shaped. But as you kind of, like, fly into the middle of it, you see that there is a bit of a hole, and your ship is able to, like, pass into it, and comes to what looks like a small, almost like a gas station. Ooh. Um, like, literally a gas station, or does it just have the aesthetic of a gas station? There, there's, there's, like, one large building, and then multiple, uh, like, pillars sticking out of various parts of the asteroid, where you see other ships docked, mm. connected by cables. They seem to be flowing some sort of rainbow-colored energy into them. What's that? Uh, these are uh, recharging stations. They uh, they refill the diaphragms. You see, kind of like an electric car. Yes. In fact, some in some cases we'll have to replace crystals. Some of the cores uh, need to be realigned. All this science gobbledygook. Why not use that with magical perfectly suffice? Maybe even more important. Can we purchase snacks at this establishment? That we have, we have rations, yes. And with that, the uh, you kind of park it, and uh, uh, you see the crew begin like kind of like walking off. Oh man, I should have a cat performance spell. Cash money. Cash, cash yeah. money. Dude. That'd be a fucking handy spell for a hobo. Yeah. <laughs> money. No, it wouldn't though, because she lives. She doesn't go. Like she just lives in the office. I live in the office. The vending machine, though. Oh, uh, yeah. She, by choice? Yeah. Yes, because she is. She she left her homeland. She does not. She has nowhere to go. You get cash. Then you could buy whatever apartment. Yeah. Yeah. You could buy space bucks. <laughs> the um. But if they find out you were using money that was created by magic, you get in a ton of shit. That's a, a magical yeah. forgery. Is a yeah. serious magical crime. forgery is, is something that people care about because money is a, is a currency. Almost all worlds use money in some way. They have some sort of currency system. Except for communist land. Except communist world. I mean, yeah. Communist That's where I should have been from. <laughs> Shit! Come on! Yeah, but communist world is actually pretty great because it's a it's a world where communism works perfectly. <laughs> yes. So it's kind it's of actually very similar to the, to fairy tale land in some ways. Well, the problem is, is that if you try to use the cash spell, like the cash still appears, but then you get immediately fingered as a communist and tortured, or as a capitalist. Sorry. Say wait. But yes, you you uh, um, as they uh, you, you see the princess. Um, I will be my dear. I will be retiring to my chambers to enter my um, psionic meditation um, and realigning myself to the uh, world soul. Feel strongly if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I feel despair, but also despair. <laughs> and you see, she touches your cheek. You feel calm from her, and she seems to be centering herself. And she walks off. Um, before she heads out, um, your lady, if you will be retiring to your chambers, should it be wise for us to provide some sort of security detail in case someone manages to sneak aboard the ship? You may do as you will. Right. However, my senses will extend beyond this dimension, and I will likely see anyone coming. But if it makes you feel at ease, do as you will. Very well. Alright, so then I am going to cast a... So once you get to her chambers, I'm going to cast a vision spell. And the idea is I'm basically trying to make some sort of, like, trap. Okay. Or ward, or whatever, basically. This would have to be a vision-based trap. Like, something yeah. that allows you to see it. Like, see its trigger. Oh, like, uh... Yeah, it's like, not, this can't be a dangerous trap. That's no. what I'm going to tell you. Well, that'll work. It'll still let me know, yeah. like, something's You can do, wrong. like, an alarm. Yeah. But you can't make, like, something that shoots a bunch of arrows or steals someone's soul. Oh. Mm. After uh, how all right, long, eight. After how long are our wounds healed? 
Everybody can have one spirit back. Uh, I'll take you, actually. Oh god, I keep flipping tiles over shit. I'm cheating! I'm trying. Trying to cheat. Okay. Spirit damage is recovered completely after about a day or night of rest. So you'll regain all of your spirit damage. Because you'll be chilling here for a night. <gasps> Spoilers. Five. Ooh. Six. <laughs> seven. Eight. All right. I got so you drop! No! You have Bork. Bork. I, I got Borg! Borg! You don't have Borg. No. no. You could do ham. Meh. <laughs> the ham trigger. What about Hamp? What if we made Map? Prom. What about Bop? What about Bop? What about Pam? Someone named Pam. Pop. Rope. Do you only have one? No, you have two bows. What about Harm? No, it's a vision spell. What about Harm? Oh. No, it's like... Oh, I can smell Parmers and cheese! There's someone nearby! Yeah, that's what I was thinking of with that. So yeah, so basically I create a ward over the door. Or I create a ward, basically... That allows like a map that basically shows me the location of um, people on the ship. Of, well, of the princess. Of the princess and also people on the ship, like a Marauder's map sort of thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can see most of the people who have left the ship. The only people that remain are you guys, your hippo man, and the princess. All right. All right. Gather around, everybody. I lay the map out on the table. So keep an eye on this. I'll have it on me, but just to be sure. Uh, I change the symbols on the map to unique ones so that I will know if it's one of us on the ship or if it's somebody else. Okay. Right. I'll keep a good eye on this just to make sure nothing fishy happens. Alright. Yeah, well, um, uh, what do the rest of you do now? Mmm. So I was gonna go look at it, see how the ship works. Okay. All the inside bits. Alright. You enter into the bowels of the ship. Um, you you hear a, a slight humming as you enter into what looks like a and you an engine room maybe kind of um, interlaid interlocking um, pieces of metal, wood, uh, and crystal um, spin in different orientations and all over the room. Um, there seems to be some method to the madness as certain ones seem to be moving a bit slower. You assume that they in some way speed up or oscillate further when the ship is active, but you can't really get heads or tails of how this might work. It seems to follow no obvious mechanical like function, like no like order almost. Yeah, that's cool. She just wants to like see new stuff. Yep. You can poke around. Yeah, she's never been in a spaceship engine before. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so um, I was just going to poke around. All right. Um, as you get closer to the engine, um, you hear in your in your head, actually, a voice. Okay. Hello. Who are you? Uh-oh, you found the ghost that powers the ship. I'm Estella. Hi. <laughs> hey. I'm... Gary. I thought you were gonna say I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> uh, hello. I'm the ship. Cool. 
Out of curiosity, do I see a giant, like, thing on the map that is just this unidentified source? No. Nope. nope. The word, you find that all the lines on the ship are just made out of the word Gary. Very, <laughs> very, very small. I don't remember that. That must be some quirk. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from, uh, uh, the fairy tale. Cool. Okay. And you you <laughs> continue to have a long conversation with Gary the ship. Cool. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.